Welcome to Stories of Faith and Hope, the podcast that inspires your faith and gives you reason to hope. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland, and I have a pet peeve. Something that we as Christians have done is we've glorified these incredible comeback stories, these testimonies that people share of, you know, going out into the world and and becoming you know, all that, all that the devil wants them to be. And then suddenly they have this huge come to Jesus moment and they come back into the church and, and they have this incredible transformation. And I mean, we have books and, and sermons and, and so many things focused around this that for a long time, I didn't think I had a testimony because my life is very different. I remained in the church my whole life. I'm, I, I really, don't have any interesting story, you know, come to Jesus moment. And it's taken me a long time to realize that I do have a testimony, that my story is powerful and that it does demonstrate the power of God through my life. But now that I've said that, I don't want to diminish the power that's displayed, the power of God through a dramatic testimony through the testimony of someone who's been out in the world, who's tasted what the world has to offer and, and experiences the power of God and bringing them back into his fold. And that's the story that I have to share with you today. I want to introduce you to our guest, David Gearhart. He has been attending the church for a while that I pastor here in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, and just speaking with him, and especially after listening to his testimony, you get to hear that conversation in a moment. It is very evident that God has a plan for his life and that God has been working with him, drawing him. Even when David didn't want anything to do with him, God was saving his life. There were miracles in his story. And God is preparing David and saving him, preserving him for a special purpose. And Unfortunately, Dr. Henderson was not able to join us in the studio the day that we recorded this interview, but here is my conversation with David Gearhart. I hope that you are as inspired by his story as I am. Well, I was born in Newton, Iowa, a little town about 40 miles east of Des Moines. Okay. Wow. So quite Midwest then. Yes. Yes. But I've lived a lot of different places. I've, uh, my family liked to move a little bit, quite a bit actually. And, uh, I've lived in Missouri and I've lived up by Chicago, Pennsylvania, uh, Alabama, uh, Arkansas. And now I'm, I'm staying here in uh, Tennessee now. All right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I can relate. My family moved a lot when I was growing up too. So, um, it's, uh, it's difficult, but it gives you a good perspective, I think on, on life being different places and getting to know different people. And I don't know, did you find that to be true? Yeah. And I think that maybe the Lord was, uh, preparing, preparing us maybe for, to be around, uh, to feel comfortable, maybe uh, meeting new people. Mm, and yes. so I was, I, I went to a lot of different schools and I was always the new guy. So I think the, uh, and now I really don't know a stranger. So that's good. I think that, uh, the Lord, he was, he was preparing me way before I ever knew 
knew that there was a God. Good. Wow. Wow. So, so then your family then, were they spiritual at all? Did you grow up going to church at all? Or what, what was your spiritual background like? My family was not spiritual. Actually, my, my grandparents, uh, my grandparents on my father's side were Adventists. Okay. 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 Uh, and my dad had went to an Adventist academy. I think he, he actually, I don't think he, he finished. My mother was raised Lutheran. Okay. And, but I can remember rarely going to church, uh, as a kid. And, uh. Even if I, I mean, if we did, it would have been on Sabbath and it would have been with a, a group of uh, aunts and uncles from my dad's side of the family. Okay, okay. But it was rare. I could probably count on, on one hand how many times I'd been to church. Wow. So did they, so did your grandparents, then did they live in Iowa near you or was it, uh, or, or was it just when you would go to see them or, or how did that work? Uh, I had a one pair, they lived in Minnesota in Iowa and then the other pair, they lived in uh, Iowa and Arkansas and Missouri. And yes, during the summers, I would go visit with uh, my dad's, uh, the Adventist mm-hmm. uh, grandparents. Their name was John and Pearl Gearhart. And uh, I can still remember my grandpa. I, I didn't know what he was talking about when he was talking <laughs> about the Lord, but he would, he was always enthusiastic and he would say, don't you see it? Mm. Can't you see, you know, Jesus? And of course, I was I was too young to even, uh, with no more than I was around him, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. a couple months or a couple weeks in the in the summertime. But uh, and my grandma, she she was they they were both very spiritual, very spiritual. Wow! But those were seeds that were kind of planted. I believe that, so, and I believe that they was praying for me. Wow! I know they was because, uh, whenever I was five, I was actually I was in a uh one of my cousin's favorite tree we was climbing mm-hmm. and i done something to her she pushed me out of the tree i fell oh, out no. broke my arm and uh couldn't go to school and i had a cast on my arm uh-huh uh actually i the cast i was allergic to so i was more in like a sling and some get up i don't know exactly what it was my i don't really remember uh but my mom said that i was allergic allergic to the solid thing hmm. mm-hmm. whatever it was so I, my dad was a truck driver and, uh, my youngest or my sister young, just younger than me was a year and a half younger than me. She wasn't in school. So I'm thinking my, we was with my parents in the truck. I'm thinking my dad said, let's go, you know, in the truck for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we was up in Pennsylvania and we had an accident and, uh, I ended up falling out the, the window when the truck went up the slight or uh, mm-hmm. up a steep incline mm-hmm. uh i like bounced off my mom's lap fell out the window and uh the arm that was in the uh in the sling hooked the mirror wow. and the, the truck the cab of it fell on top of me and slid mm. and but before i left to go my uh my grandma said i'm sending my guardian angel with you so wow I don't know what impressed her to to do that, but it's always been in my head. Wow. Wow. And uh, another experience is I was, when I was 12, I was in a Kmart with my mother and two sisters. 
by this time I was 12, seven years went by. I'd, uh, we'd been blessed with a, I'd been blessed with another sibling, another sister, but a, uh, a man with a gun come in and started shooting. Wow. And this is back wow. in the late, mid to late eighties. Wow. This is back when it wasn't popular. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And, uh, uh wow. I can remember the a noise. I was, I was off in the toys. You know how little boys do. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna be off looking at clothes with their. Right. So I would run off, was looking in the toys, and I heard tap, tap, tap. I heard the gra- the glass break, mm. and I walked out in the. Uh, this was in the Kmart. I walked out in the uh, aisle and really got ran over by mm. a crowd of people trying mm-hmm. to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And I can remember standing up and looking down the aisle, and I I could see the the gunman. And these two older ladies, I call them angels because after we got outside, I, I didn't see them. But hmm. one grabbed me by each arm and pretty much drugged me outside. Wow. And wow. Uh, uh, since I've come to know the Lord, I'm, I was I, I get to thinking, I tell people, Satan's been wanting me dead for a long time. Wow. Of course, yeah. you, just like everybody else, I'm not nothing special. Yeah, but, but and as you look back, though, on your life, you can see that the God had a plan for you and he was preserving you through these years that's right wow god always has a plan that's right he does so then what happened as you got older then did you uh um well i was i was i was in the world uh i don't like to brag on it but at that point i became i I felt like i was different i suffered Mm -hmm. from uh i had psychological problems Mm. uh at the time, I'd got it, when when all the, when the shooter come in, I got separated from my mom. Uh, I witnessed a man get shot. I mean, right in mm. front of me, and then I saw him go inside. I was outside, of course, mm-hmm. hiding behind a car, and he was going. I thought he was going in after my. I knew he was going in after my mom mm-hmm. and, and my sisters. Uh, when I did finally find him, it I seemed like forever. I'm sure it wasn't, but an hour or two. My mom had been shot in the arm, you know, mm. so, but, and I never received any counseling or anything. Mm. So yeah, I started experimenting with drugs and alcohol mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, like I said, I was 12. So all the way up through high school, I went to a public school all the way up through high school. I, I, I done drugs and alcohol. I ended up, uh, getting in trouble, doing some things I shouldn't have been, uh, went to jail for a while, mm-hmm. uh, then I got married and uh, married a, a beautiful woman that uh, we had. Uh, she, she had a boy, and uh, we ended up four years later after we was married had a had a girl. And of course, I I hadn't changed a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know she was praying for me. She went to church on Sunday actually, and she was all the times you know trying to get me to go to church. I wouldn't do mm-hmm. it anyway. We ended up getting divorced. Uh, and I fell off the deep end. Uh, when I was about 35, 34, I think, one of my great aunts, or one of my aunts, she she, she says, David, maybe you need to start going to church. <laughs> and so, and I did, and I started going to church. Of course, I still didn't know, know God. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just playing, going through the actions. So uh, where were you at this time then? What, I ended where were up living? at my dad's. Okay. okay. My dad is, man, my, both my mom and my dad has been a safe haven to me. Mm-hmm. They're all my, 
I would screw up and they'd always take me back. Well, and where were they living at the time then? In Arkansas. In Arkansas. Okay. Actually, yeah. And, uh, of course, my mom, my parents are divorced. Mm. I've got a stepmother. Mm-hmm. She's, a, she's a sweet lady. Uh, so, uh, I went to a Revelation seminar. Okay. And read The Great Controversy, and that just totally changed my life. And uh, the Prophecy Seminar, you know, Revelation and Daniel, it opened my eyes to mm-hmm. some things that uh, there's a lot of truth in the Bible. It's all true. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, and The Great Controversy, it's one of my favorite books as well, and it, it just amplifies so much of what <laughs> just, Daniel and Revelation are talking about. And Wow. And, wow. Uh, so did you start attending church then after that? or, or yeah, did I got you... baptized. Okay. And I'd quit smoking for just a bit. After I got, and me and my dad got baptized together. Oh, I was wow. 35, Praise he was 65. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the next year my daughter got baptized. But I had fell. I went back to smoking. Mm-hmm. And uh, every once in a while, I'd go out and drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing on the Sabbath, I Sabbath seemed like the longest day. It, it was like, <laughs> in the beginning, it was like a dreaded day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, the Lord had given me a business. Even, you know, he was just keep, he was trying to draw me to him. I could feel it. You know, I, I was still a stiff-necked, rebellious individual. Yes, like and, like we all are. <laughs> and I, uh, I'd gotten into it. I was doing pretty good, and I'd gotten into it with my with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I started doing. Uh, I'd fail. I started doing drugs again. Mm-hmm. This is when I was about thirty-eight. Then I'd got into it with my dad. I ended up losing my business, mm-hmm. and I went homeless. The mm. Lord had spanked me. I think I, in my drug crazed, alcohol crazed self, I would, uh, I would actually get angry and like blame God. Mm. And I was, you know, I was, I was just all God's fault. You mm-hmm. know, He's the one who created me. Blah blah blah. <clears throat> but I, you know, I, I praise the Lord for all my experiences. I praise the Lord for spanking me mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I first started down the wrong path. He sent six deer out to hit me. Wow! I was driving. In one in the first first uh, winter, yeah, six deer wow. hit, hit my truck, and I was and I knew it. <laughs> and you say yeah. hit your truck, so yeah, they were like, running into the side of you. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Just run into in, in town. It wow. Didn't <laughs> oh wow! Things I I called it. I was fighting fire. Things just started falling apart on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but I was still not going to uh, give God his credit. Wow. And uh, I just kept being rebellious kept being rebellious so what was the uh the turning point then i guess just being homeless walking around barefoot uh he i i was humbled humbled Mm. severely humbled and uh i didn't have nobody Mm. Mm -hmm. i had everything taken from me everybody taken from me or i drove them away Mm -hmm. you know And uh, when you're lonely, and you're the only one, I guess God said, you know, God knew I had to, uh, I had to have everything taken from me. Yeah. I had to have everybody taken from me, in order for Him to work with me. Hmm. Wow. wow. I'm sure He could have worked with me at any point, but He knew, as a point in my life was, that uh, that's what I needed. Yeah. And I, I know. and again, I, I praise the Lord for for what He done 
you know, I, I'm, I'm a lot happier person now yeah. that I've gotten to know him. Uh, so what? I, I would get hungry. I would pray mm-hmm. for food, and he would wow. show up. I'd be walking. I would pray. The next thing I know, somebody would pull up and uh, wouldn't look at me funny. You know, you when you when you're homeless and you're barefoot, <laughs> yes. and yeah, people tend to look at you a little funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when people just say, "Hey, hop in, give me, get you know, we'll give you a ride or something," or and uh, I would pray for things, and you know, God would answer my prayers. Wow. Wow. So in the last minute or so that we have here, what does your life look like now? What, oh, what, what? The Lord has blessed me so much. Uh, I mean, the relationships I have with people are excellent now. Mm. I, mm. Uh, I smile every day. Mm-hmm. I, I've been able, I, I'm a, the Lord has allowed me to love again. And wow. I, uh, I come out here to Tennessee. I work with a great group of guys mm-hmm. uh, great employer uh, and we we give testimony all the time about you know we're I'm so blessed we're, we're allowed, at work we're allowed to talk about God wow and, that is uh, such a blessing and I mean we prayed for we I said I'm going to go give my testimony and, uh-huh. and Larry says let's pray oh wow let's, wow. let's, let's pray that the Lord will give you the words to say mm-hmm. today and uh, yeah like I say, I work with Larry, and then I, uh, my supervisor, mm-hmm. he's a Pathfinder leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, another guy I work with, he's he's uh, he's an Amish mm-hmm. guy. He's mm-hmm. a really great guy, Eli. And uh, then we got a little guy working for us. His name's Tyler, and we're, we're trying to mentor to him. Good. He's like 22. Good. Wow. He's just recently been baptized. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I told him I had, I had to go to Arkansas to see my dad, but I said, oh, man, I wish I could go. Yeah. He was at a... Sunday keeping church, but uh-huh. it don't matter to me. Yeah, a yeah. baptism is a baptism. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a I, life, a life changed. So. Exactly, and wow. uh, yeah, I just this morning I'm just so blessed. The Lord has just changed my life totally. Amen. He's my superhero. Amen. Well, that's such a powerful testimony. Unfortunately, we are we are out of time. But thank you so much, David, for sharing for. It's just that, that beautiful, powerful story of the way that God's worked on your life from, from the time that you were young until now. And, and uh, just it's a beautiful example of the way that God likes to change, change our lives and bring us from nothing to everything in Him. That's right. Amen. And there you have it. My inspiring interview with David Gearhart. It's just such an incredible story that he has from being rescued by angels to you know, homeless on the streets and, and drugs and all the things that David dealt with. And yet today, he is such an example of the power of God and what he wants to do in each one of our lives. Now, I don't know what your testimony is like. It may be like David's. It may be more like mine. But whatever testimony you have, whatever story you have, whatever place you're in with God, just know that God is drawing you to himself, just as he did David. And I hope that his story was able to inspire you and give you hope in your own life. Well, next week, we are going to have our first feature on a Bible character. When we started this podcast, I had mentioned that we would be having inspiring interviews with people as well as some features on Bible characters that also inspire our faith and give us reason to hope. And so next week, 
we're going to have our first feature. It's actually going to be part one in a series on Daniel. But don't worry, we're not going to do all of the parts together. We're going to probably intersperse them throughout as we go along here. But next week, we're going to have part one of a feature on the life of Daniel. Here's a preview. And what really stands out to me with this verse is just that first phrase, he purposed in his heart. You know, at the very beginning of this, right. and I really think that this, this moment really defined the rest of Daniel's life. You know, as we read through the book of Daniel and we right. see his courage and his faith and the way God used him and worked through him, it really stems back to this moment when Daniel purposes in his heart that he will stay true to what God has asked. Yeah. So next week, we will have... My conversation with Dr. Henderson about Daniel chapter one, the first part of our series on the life of Daniel, talking about how he inspires our faith and gives us reason to hope. So thank you so much for listening. Again, if you wouldn't mind, give us a five-star rating in iTunes. You can also find us on the web at faithandhoperadio.com. Sign up for the mailing list. You can receive these in your inbox. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. They'll show up in your feed every Friday. And I'm looking forward to next week's conversation about Daniel chapter one. In the meantime, have faith and hope. Hope.